0: Okay. Good day! A new episode of Cruising a Field. My name is Phil DeCruz and I have a welcome back guest. uh, My first time interviewing this amazing bike advocate woman, Uh, co-founder of Young for All, or...
1: No. I Honestly, Young for All was already well underway when I joined, but I did help come up with that name. It used to okay. just be called the Young Working Group, which I thought wasn't really a very catchy uh, catchy title. Oh. And I was definitely one of the core volunteers. And towards the end, I kind of ended up being the spokesperson because oh, okay. oh, I was sorry. willing to
0: go in front of cameras like, and nobody else was. <laughs> oh, yeah. My guest is Robin Richardson from Young for All. Today, we're, the show is about the after effects of the passing of Young Corral, which got passed by the city, right? And yes. you now it's great. So, people are asking me, How does it feel to get it passed? What's your reaction? How's it feel inside? So, when it, they want to talk, want to pick your brain. They know how you feel about Richardson about getting it all passed, all the deputations, all the funny you guys did, all the sacrifice on your time, not paid on your time to get it all done. How do you feel? Sure.
1: Well, listen, Phil, I'll tell you, it's easy to feel good about all the time and effort that we put in when we achieved the result that we wanted. Um, (laughs) If we if we had not uh, won our campaign, this might be a very different answer. But um, we were thrilled because not only did the Midtown Young Complete Street pass the Infrastructure and Environment Committee with a unanimous support, Um, But we also enjoyed very strong support when it went to the full council. Um, Forgive me, it's been a couple of months and a lot has happened, but I believe we had 20 councillors vote in favour of keeping it permanently and only four.
0: I I, I know who the nays are. I know who they are. Well, we walked
1: well on that. Yeah, yeah, but the positive
0: things, yeah. But it's important,
1: it's really important to acknowledge that this had support from all over the city in both senses, both individual people who came to our events, who signed our petition, who shared our message, uh, and also the counselors from all over the city, especially some of the newer counselors who have open minds, um, a lot yes. of them are are younger and are looking at a future that they want to be more inclusive, safer, and gentler on the environment. Um, sure. So we were we were just really thrilled that that message came across um that the the deep support from the local area, but also the broad support from across the city um, feels wonderful. And I think that what I'm proudest of about the campaign is that we kept a very positive approach. Um, Sometimes if you're a person who gets around primarily on foot or by bike or using the TTC, it's very easy to start to feel a bit negative because it really does feel like the deck is stacked against you. Um, It's more challenging to get around those ways because the city is still overwhelmingly designed for people who drive individual cars. Um, And so we all have our various reasons why we've chosen to get around via other modes, um, whether it's our health, uh, financial savings, environmental benefits, community connection, or a combination of all of those things. But there are days when, you know, you've been riding a bike or walking on the sidewalk and somebody in a big SUV drives through an icy puddle and splashes (laughs) you or, you know, you, well, again, I don't want to get negative, but it's easy to get a little bit angry. Um, And sometimes we see that come out in advocacy, but we really wanted to emphasize the positivity of a project like the Midtown Young Complete Street and how much joy it has brought to this neighborhood. Um, and that's not just for cyclists, that's for people who use the sidewalk cafes, that's for people who are waiting for buses or walking to get on the subway. And of course it's true for people who ride bicycles because for the first time they had protection on Young Street. And that's never been the case before. And so I your, live. And walking
0: your dogs. You're walking your dogs. Oh yeah. yeah oh, yeah.
1: we heard from so many people with dogs yeah, that they love park. the bike lanes and cafes specifically because they form a buffer between the sidewalk and the motor vehicle traffic. Um, they just give some space. I I talked to more than one person who said my dog was afraid to walk on Young oh, Street yeah, before. I had are... to take a different yeah. route.
0: Yeah. Some and dogs now are really sensitive. Yeah. Yeah, about the, like the noise Absolutely.
1: And all. Well, they're not wrong, by the way. It isn't pleasant to oh. walk on a sidewalk just a foot or two away from big cars and trucks driving and, by. Especially
0: SUVs coming by, you know.
1: And especially SUVs. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: uh, <laughs> I so... don't just forgive me for laughing. I, I I was in the military. I used to drive SUVs for a living. So when I see these, I'm not against the SUVs, but when I see these big vehicles on the, I go, "Why are you doing What are you driving this big vehicle?" Something you do in the military in the the field, where you know, especially the humongous ones. I talked to Albert about. Well,
1: Phil, I'll tell you, Uh, my origin story, if you will, is that I used to drive a big SUV. Yeah, I remember you told me this. Yeah. little kids. Yeah. And I didn't know what else to do to get them around. I I've told this story already, so I won't belabor it. But I do understand the reasons why people choose those vehicles. Um. Eventually, I got to the point, though, where trying to navigate that huge hunk of metal through this city, um, trying not to hit anyone with it, trying to find somewhere to park it, it just was so stressful. I didn't want to do it anymore. And I didn't want to live with the guilt that I felt every time I turned on that ignition and thought about all the pollution I was spewing out. Into the city where my kids live, right? Yeah. In, in like into my own front yard in front of their school, <laughs> you name it. Okay. I, I don't I said I was gonna keep a positive tone. So mm-hmm. oh, I was the gonna the ask city, it I, was I, I, great because it made life better for everybody for and yeah, yeah. the drivers. I no, gotta ask you,
0: um when we started the interview last time, we had five thousand signatures back then. So, okay, that sounds about right. Yeah. So what was the tally? I was just kidding. What was the total after we were? Because last time before the uh, meeting or the deputations, there's that eight thousand, I believe, right? So did you? Yeah, we any... got
1: we got what? very close to nine thousand, and then after the vote, we decided to take it down because oh, okay. it had been but that's made so permanent. nice.
0: Eh? That's nine thousand. Yeah. We were we were shooting sure for like ten thousand. We got so close, right? Or you because guys got so we close? We got close. That was we so got amazing. close.
1: And listen, if John Tory had had his way, <laughs> and we had extended <laughs> the pilot for another six months, I'm quite confident we would have gotten over yeah, ten thousand signatures so. yeah. because we would have had all that extra time to work on it. But I have to tell you, I'm so grateful that that did not go through. Oh, um,
0: I watched you on the uh, on the YouTube when you had your you did your speech and all, and everybody had their. Oh, I forgot to mention Robert. I asked Robert; he can't make it here today. He's also was part of my interview for the Young for All. But he did yes. send a replacement to fill in for him, so he told me to bring this little guy in. <laughs> it's Robert and Mozzie. <laughs> yeah. No, so, this is Wendell. This is Bobby. So Robert sent a proxy because he can't make it. He's a work around. He's accounting. So thank you, Robert. I, actually, oh, okay. the resemblance is amazing. You think so? It's very cute. Yeah. I'm talking about Wendell. <laughs> anyway, we got to go oh, back.
1: That's
0: so cute. I love those I guys. Actually... They're amazing. So
1: I saw Robert <laughs> last night at the consultation um, for the complete street that they're talking about putting in yeah. on Bloomer out in Etobicoke. Um, and, and I think I'm getting I'm jumping ahead, I think, in the interview probably, but a lot of people have said to me, well, now that you have secured what you were working towards, what's next for Young for All? And there's a short-term answer to that and a long-term answer. The long-term answer is that we want to see a complete street on Young all the way from Lake Ontario, at least to the city limits. And if we possibly can, beyond that, all the way to Lake Simcoe. Lake to Lake. That's a very long-term plan.
0: Like like the Eglinton Ag- plan... the, the subway being built, or the LRT, we were talking about earlier, you know, if we can get yes. way up to there, that makes make a big difference too for coming down, like, all the way down the lake shore. You know? Absolutely, because complete streets,
1: bike routes, safe walking routes, all of these things work best when they're part of a network. right? Yeah. Nobody would drive on a road that didn't connect to any other roads. <laughs> it seems obvious when you say it for cars, yeah. but what a lot of people forget is it works the same way for bicycles. So right now, the bike lanes just end a block north of Davisville with Basically, no warning, by the way, you just are you're enjoying the protection and suddenly it's gone. And um, I ride that route every day with my middle son on the way to high school. And I'll tell you, we feel great right up until that point. And all of a sudden, there we are in traffic with all the commuters who are rushing to get to work and not looking out for us. And we have to go, it's literally only one block, fill before we can get into the neighborhood and off of Young and kind of onto quieter streets. But that one block is so stressful. Oh gosh, <laughs> um yeah. and and it would make an enormous difference. My son's high school is right by Eglinton. So if we could take Young all the way to Eglinton and connect with the cycle tracks there and then go across Eglinton to Mount Pleasant, he'd basically be at the front door of his high school. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So We absolutely want to see that happen. Um, And we are going to be working with Josh Matlow and other nearby councillors, Mike Cole, um, on making that a reality. Young for All is taking a little bit of a break on the Young Project, as are the councillors, because of the mayoral election that's happening right now. And we won't talk a lot about that because we don't want any conflicts of interest. but we are sort of biding our time to see how that goes because we will want to work with whoever is the new mayor. And depending on who that is, our strategy might be a little bit different, right? If they are already um, an active transportation and, and safe streets advocate, then it will be very easy to work with them. And our role might be more support and information. Whereas, if there's somebody who really doesn't yet see the value in those things, then we're going to have to work very hard yeah. on showing them that there's support in the community and here are the benefits it brings and things like that. So we're biding our time a little bit until the election is done. Well, but I in the meantime,
0: uh, sorry, I talked to some some people at TTC. There, I think they actually are building bike uh, stations there at the the LRT. The connection they'll mm-hmm. be installing. Other other they're. Uh, or bunkers or whatever, or just stalls or rentals or whatever. I'm not sure. But I think they're like lockers, I think. So if they're going to put lockers oh, okay. out, yeah, I think they're going to put lockers or something there, whatever they're going to put, they sh- that should be all means. Extend this thing all the way up to, uh, up to Edmonton, right? It'd make more sense, right? Why well, put these yeah. bike depots there? <laughs> there's you no, know, and then I've, I've been, I have been. Have you been up there in the LRT, with the old, where they're all building right now, there's a lot of area they can just put so much space there with the, uh, like a bike locker, right? No, I don't. I don't yes. think we have enough. We need more. I think we need more bike lockers around the city. I don't know if you agree with that.
1: I think so too. Bike theft is a major problem, Phil, and it definitely makes it harder for people to adopt cycling as their primary mode of transportation. Yeah. Um, you know, if you've invested in a good quality bicycle and you rely on it to get to work, or school, or anything else you need to get to, um, it's a major problem for you if you come out and it's not there to take but you home I at know. the end of the day. Oh yeah,
0: it's so sad. Yeah. You know, but, it's terrible
1: uh, and it happens every day. So bike lockers, I think should be widespread. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I would love to see that happen. I mean, that, we both need safe bike parking and safe ways to get to and from. Those yeah. things go hand in hand.
0: You so I agree- it you think it should change the hours for the TTC? Cause I know you're gonna take your bike on the on the subway at a certain time, right? Really, I, I think there's some I kind mean, of- I a- mean,
1: yes, Phil, except that they've also reduced service which means that all of the trains and streetcars and buses are going to be more crowded than they were before. So (laughs) that's the issue, right? It's not that they're anti-bike, it's that they're trying to make enough room for all the human beings. Um, And a bicycle, even a small one, you know, takes up some space. So it's, that's going to be a hard argument to make when, (laughs) as our various TTC vehicles are getting more and more crowded. Um, Well, they're
0: going to shut down the the uh, Scarborough Scarborough, there, or Scarborough, the Scarborough Transit there.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I think it was November, I think. can't remember now. But when that, once that shut down, that's going to be like, oh my gosh, like this part of Scarborough where I live, like all the way down to Lawrence, it's just going to be crazy, you know? It, Even though they get a bike such, down to Lawrence. It's such <laughs> <They> a short sighted <laughs> decision, Phil. Oh, it's oh
1: just, yeah. you know? Um, but what I was going to say is that during the election, while we're sort of leaving the, the young, Piece alone for the time being. There are other campaigns that are underway that we are supporting. So I already talked about the Bloor West Complete Street. I was there last night with Councillor Morley, who was helping constituents. Understand- nice lady. Eh? She's such,
0: oh, such a she's super. Um, she's a nice, I, you know I sorry. I met her there uh, twice. I think like, you know, to the Labor Day Parade. Such a, a super lady, you know. I'm so and glad she, she won
1: she's very smart she's oh, yeah. very energetic passionate dedicated and what really came across to me last night is that she sincerely cares
0: oh yeah you know like a lot of them like a whole bunch of them like uh Al Bravo her uh Jamal, Moise, the whole all the new ones that got in there uhsack yeah Canada, Zach, they all care they lived, they really did care about the city the people they're not there just for the bucks and all that you know yeah, and I actually exactly see, right yeah and they're all I see Dan Sachs opposite every a lot of like events and other things and pushing things yes. there. you know, and she's been around for a while too. Like she's not, she's not new in baltic. she's she's been around for uh, quite a bit.
1: that's right. She's done lots of different things. Um so the the Bloor West campaign is important. um at the exact opposite end of the city. there's Danforth Kingston for All, mm-hmm. which is a very similar effort. They're trying to get um a complete street installed out there so that the folks in in those Eastern neighborhoods can enjoy the benefits of safer, more equitable transportation. Um, And then I also want to mention the Lawrence Prospect, which is, I don't know if you're familiar with that project, but it's been started by this remarkable young man named- Yeah, yeah, the young
0: fella? Yeah, 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 he started, I've seen his design. He's
1: he's incredible. He's a first year university student and he's organizing an entire campaign to try to make Lawrence in Scarborough a safe, that. inclusive, welcoming place for everyone. You should so put him in TTC, this guy. I
0: Put him in TTC. He's got oh, so many good ideas. He's in
1: charge of everything. He's been working on this since he was in high school. Um, he's got great designs, he's got great ideas. He knows how to bring people together. So that's another great project that we are supporting. So we need um, Rob,
0: all these new faces, new young guys like that, young women, young men. I talked to two youth groups. They want to get part of the uh, part of, be part of the city. You know, with more input of politics. Like him, like mm-hmm. this guy's a perfect example. Get into the city. We need people like that. The changes, the changes here, not being political, but the changes right now with you know with the bikes advocacy, his project, just you know, Morty. All these people are new faces, new ideas, they have good energy and they really want to help the city. And that's what we, that's not putting anybody down did the path. I mean, you've been in your office for a while. That's great, but we need new changes. Every I think it should be. Every so many years, you should have a change, you know, regardless of how well you do the job or not. Just, you know, like his, like him and TTC. Can you imagine a guy, him and TTC, you know? Yes, we had a young, yes, we had I get getting political. We had a young candidate last year, youngest candidate ran in politics. Her name was Hope Schreier, 19, right? And we went to her debate at her high school, which was the best debate ever. And she stood up there. I didn't know this. She stood up and says, I used to go to this high school. Everybody's, everybody's, all the kids, just like young gentlemen and men and women, they just, eyes just pop right open. They said, like, you used to be one of us. And we were talking about it. Can you imagine her winning counsel and sitting on the police board, a knowing? year And she brought up something nobody, none of us talked about. We are all older, right? And her thing was safety from schools traveling within. And we never thought about that because we take it for granted. And she thought it was a great idea. Safety going to and from schools after hours. And that was a great thing. That just, She's just one example, of, you know. So you put all these ideas of bikes and patios and all these new ideas. What's missing is just getting in there, getting it done. Slowly it's getting there, like, you know, passing the young for all, you know. That's I, right. I watched, That's right. There, was, there
1: was a terrible incident um, not too long ago where a young lady was – Um, hit and killed by a driver when she was just on her way back from lunch to her high school yeah Yeah, not far from you and um, and and so she's exactly right we need it to be safe for kids to get to and from school and what I think a lot of adults don't realize is that how much time that would free up for the parents as well if we didn't have to take our kids everywhere if our kids could safely get themselves to school, to a friend's house, to their after school job, to a sports practice or game without needing to be chauffeured around by parents, that would be so liberating for them, but it would be liberating for the parents as well. It would free up more time for them to do their hobbies, to volunteer, to connect with friends, or I guess if they're workaholics to put in extra hours at work, whatever it is that's important to them, All that time that right now they're spending in the car or sitting in the parking lot. I don't know if you've ever driven by a a, or biked by a hockey arena during practice time. There's a bunch of parents sitting out there, half of them idling their engines, looking at their phones for an hour while their kid is inside. You know, what a waste of time and resources when they could be doing something productive or
0: taking a nap.
1: It doesn't have to be productive. It just... Anything's better than sitting in a parking lot.
0: <laughs> I know. And the car's running there. Like, even like I, my garage, my my building, I'll go down there to go grocery shop. The guy's sitting in the car while I spoke. I come back an hour. He's still sitting there in his car. The car's still idling. I go, buddy, what are you doing? You're in a yeah. garage, smoking up or polluting the place in the closed garage. And the car's sitting yeah. there. And he's still on a cell phone an hour later. It's like, what's why you have the car running? Yeah, i don't get it i don't know why people do
1: that phil i truly <laughs> don't i've got a neighbor that does that all the time she comes and just sits in her driveway with the engine running for you know <laughs> half an hour while she yammers away on the phone and listen i can yammer with the best of them but i don't do it with my engine running oh my i guess she can
0: afford the gas you
1: know <laughs> i guess well yeah that would be one solution is to increase the price of gas but oh that's that's out of my scope um <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, Young for All uh, was a wonderful campaign. I learned so much. It was my first real foray into advocacy. Um, and how lucky for me that it was on a campaign that that met its goal. Uh, right. it, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't always work that way. Um, no, but we, we recently had a meeting, the sort of the core organizers and said, you know, what's Young for All going to be going forward? And we all agreed that it was a very um, fulfilling and motivating project to work on. We like each other still, um, we learned a lot. And so we want to continue our work to expand both to the north and south on Young Street with the support of the local councilors there. Chris Moyes just to the south of Bloor is a very strong proponent of Complete Streets and wants to see that in his neighborhood as well. Um, but also to offer our support to other organizations across the city. One criticism that we heard of the Midtown Young Project, which I think was fair, is that Midtown Young runs through some of the most privileged neighborhoods in the city, the highest housing prices, the best access to services. And meanwhile, places like Scarborough and Etobicoke and North York are under-resourced chronically they have the highest rates of pedestrian and cyclist deaths they are you know they have the lowest ttc support you name it and so why should the city be pouring resources into an already affluent and fortunate yes. area when these other neighborhoods are you know, so disadvantaged? and I thought that was a really fair criticism. Now, I didn't think it was a reason to rip out the midtown young complete street, no. but I do take it very much to heart, and I think, yes, absolutely. every neighborhood deserves this, well, not objective
0: you know the Lawrence Street area goes all the way to young. you know how it goes to a certain area it, because there's a privileged area, like a rich area. So the bus yes. takes a turn, goes takes a detour. It's a street and goes straight I think you can go right to young. But you can't take it because it's a privileged area. It's a rich, you know, well duty area. So the bus actually it goes up to a certain point and there's this rich area and then you gotta go left. I think it's left or right, take an altar to get back onto the uh Lawrence there. Yeah, it's kind of the way they well, do it. Well,
1: okay. Yeah, I mean that's the way the street is built. You yeah. actually can't drive on lawrence past bayview there's a ravine yeah i mean i hear you on the privilege yes because the bridal path is some of the most expensive (laughs) real estate in the entire city um (laughs) but that's how the road is designed you couldn't do that on a car or a bike either i'm i am i (laughs) tell you but um but yeah, I mean, to your point, Lawrence is an interesting street because yes, it runs through some of the wealthiest, literally Lawrence Park, yeah, yeah. right? Some of the wealthiest neighborhoods and also some of the more no, low-income. I,
0: I always feel when I drive there, I got to raise my nose a little higher. <laughs>
1: uh.
0: <laughs> then when I get out of the air, I can lower it down. Oh, so much hold that nose up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, nothing interesting <laughs> that's so funny i
1: was gonna, I, I was gonna ask how
0: much, what was the uh what was the time period from the time you started the young for all project to the uh, conclusion of getting it passed what was it how many years or how many how long was the time period
1: well i mean it depends on how you define it phil so young for all under that name uh worked for about nine months um nine months. however young for all was built on a very strong foundation i referenced earlier the young working group that had been working for years um i think the better part of a decade to try to even introduce this idea that there should be better walking and transit and any kind of bike infrastructure on young and for a long time it was just a a, a no-go. Uh nobody was interested in changing Young Street. It was sort of held as this car first um almost like a highway. Yeah. And there was no appetite among even the local counselors to touch young. Um, and the pan- pandemic really gave us an opportunity to look at things differently. Um, and the active to program which had so much potential and it breaks my heart that almost none of it was retained i am i'm sure you remember in the in its earliest iterations it included not only the midtown young complete street but uh weekly shutdowns of major parts of the highway system right the Um, The lake shore and some other parts were shut down completely so that people could walk, rollerblade, jog, bike, you name it, Um, which brought people together in such a beautiful way. But there were also slow streets that were created all through our neighborhoods, just with quick temporary measures like cones and caution tape and whatever materials they had to hand just to give people more space to get around under their own power. And it was so beautiful. And then as soon as the pandemic started to be a little bit more under control, the city took all that away again. Yeah, Now it's almost all gone. And really the only vestiges are the university bike lane, which was made permanent. um, Some of the Bloor extension that was made permanent and the Midtown Young Complete Street. So, Again, I don't want to be negative. I, I'm very grateful for those. I do wish we had held on to more of active TO, though. Well, if
0: and... I think it, so. The cars can we, Can we make it negotiable? Like uh has got three lanes ready, right, on both sides. You know, for a certain certain way. Like, I'm looking at the uh, maps earlier last year. I was like, why can't we just negotiate? Catch has to just have to use bikes or cars. Why can't we have both? Like other cities, right? We can do it. You know, instead of just yes. driving on the sidewalk. You know, when it can be done. It's just a case of. I think we talked about it with Robert and also Albert, the bike culture, not just bike culture, but just change the attitude, you know, from uh, like I said, we're still a car city driving, you know, the whole gardener thing going up and now or staying up whatever, you know, we're talking about that. i oh, yeah. uh, once I I think like Montreal, like seeing the change, once we get past that hurdle of acceptance, and then well, like I said, people like you promoting bikes and other Robert everybody, like these advocates are fighting for livability in the city, which is slowly happening. It just frustrates me that you have to keep fighting for it. Like I said, whoever the mayor will be, to just pass, just make it complete. Say list. Just make every bike lane complete. Every every uh every connection, like every connection, just none of these cutoffs like you said, like Davisville, yeah, that's it. Make it complete everywhere. Just make it all horizontal, vertical. Like the whole whatever they got laid out, Bells uh Bells and Kingston, Bells and Kingston, the midtown. The Young for All, all those projects, Mississauga, Tobuka and all that, just make it done. Put the money in, invest in it, complete it instead of like, I'm not saying wasting your time, but I just think it just kills when I see people like yourself going for deputations, taking time out of your hours, even your work or not, like Robert works, he took time off to go do the deputation, you know, and it just, and you gotta wait for t- your time to get up there and just, I'm watching the whole thing. And usually I usually go like, just frustrates me when I see people taking advantage. I just say people taking advantage of their their uh, their advocacy and, and their volunteering, to make it better for the city, you know, council, these people are sitting there, they're volunteering, they're not paid, you're paid to sit there, they're not paid, and they're, they're on their own time, not counting the time they're spending in parks, promoting it, talking about down diamonds, and then and then get up there and you just try to deter them, and it mm, should be done. Complete it, not going to take your fight away, but, you know, just say, complete it, get it all done, and just let's move on, let's move on. So-
1: Nothing would please me more. Listen, I have plenty of other things I could devote my I energy know, I know. to. Like I, I would like never your, like,
0: like your battery, <laughs> your battery backup. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I agree with you completely. So I was happy to give my time and my energy. I got a lot out of it personally. I learned and grew as a person. I made new friends. There was a lot that I got selfishly from this uh, Selfish. campaign, but the pace is too slow it is, and yeah. we are never going to make the changes that global warming necessitates, that Vision Zero necessitates, that a more equitable city requires if we're going at this pace. We're just not, we're just not going to get there. Well, I talked talk to Albert about, sorry, I talked to, to Al-
0: Albert about, yeah, I talked to Albert about, sorry to interrupt you. Albert, I have my interview. I said, I said, I know the uh, surveys are necessary and the deprecation, but I said, if you're already, if it's really successful in one area, with startups so like a Danforth, it's been successful, it's been proven, less accidents. You already have one survey done. Why just why do you keep doing surveys over over every the whole is mostly all conglomerate? You know, it's one survey's done. Take care of that survey, it's a success. You you spent the money, the hundreds of dollars doing the surveys and the analyzations and all, they really said it's success, you know. So take that and just apply it for the rest of the city. I mean, once you do one, it's like you know, you buy a property and you get another survey for the next property, the same property you're doing over and over. And it's already been assessed. Why do you keep assessing? So once your surveys are all done, like just get on with it. it just I just find it boggling like they keep doing surveys over and over. I know Albert says it's necessary, and I I to agree, I agree with that, but I just say it's is it necessary, it's already been done, it's been passed, right? So I got two more, two yeah. more it, two and forty-five minutes left. <laughs> I mean so phil
1: what i will say is i think it's important to get community feedback but i don't think the question should ever be should we do this the question is we're doing this how can we make it work best for as many people as possible so we are going to have a complete street here what elements would you like to see yeah that's the way the question should be framed so this event last night there were two kinds of people there. There were people who thought, great, a complete street. Here's what I would like it to include. I like this aspect. This part's problematic. Here's a suggestion. That was one kind of person. The other kind of person said, I hate this. You can't take away my parking place and my driving lane. Yeah. <laughs> no constructive feedback from that second kind of person. Yeah, just, I know. just no, just anger, just Totally irrational refusal know, course, to like listen like to that, yeah. logic, to, to consider with empathy, and it, it's disheartening to I face know. that. Fail. But I really do believe that those people are in the minority. They yeah. are loud, and they yeah. tend to have a lot of time on their hands.
0: <laughs> I'm not to be head.
1: ageist at all, because we have a lot of people who supported and worked on our campaign yeah, who are older. The and oh, they Robert? do tend... He retired folks.
0: Minute, I'm going to cut you off here. I got one minute left before I get cut off there' Sorry to cut you off. We can do it again another time. Uh, okay. One more, one, one more. minute left. I know we can go on about different things. I don't, I don't know about the people, but I got one minute left. So I just want to say thank you for coming back on the show. We'll do it again. Got one minute left. Do you want to say anything before I get cut off? Say goodbye to you. Got one minute left.
1: Well, I will just say complete streets are better for everybody, Phil. Yeah. Even drivers. They make it safer. They make it more pleasant they make everybody feel at home in their own communities so that's what i want to leave with is that complete streets work
0: and we need more of them <laughs> thanks for coming on the show i'm going to post the videos i'll send you a copy i'll put on the on the, my channels both channels and we'll take it from there and we'll talk after so i'm going to get cut off for you in a minute just say thank you so much robin it's an honor having you you're an inspiration for me and the people out there are going to watch this and i hope they get on their bikes Bike everywhere. <laughs> you
1: know? I hope they do too, Phil. Thanks Thank so much.
0: Thanks for taking the time. I know you're busy lady with your three kids. Get those kids working. <laughs> you know. Okay, I will. <laughs> I know. Thanks a lot, Robert. And I'll send you the video. Thanks, Phil. Okay. Okay. Um, and nice talking to you. I'll end that now. There.